We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app now it seems like summer just started but we're only weeks away from schools getting back in session how can parents help their children begin to transition to their school year schedules that's a big question, and to help give us a guide, we turn to Allison Wolf, the Spanish teacher at Eisenhower Elementary School in Hopkins, and the 2023 Minnesota Teacher of the Year finalist. She is jumping in on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline to join us. How are you, Allison? Hi, hey, I'm doing really well. Thanks so much for having me here to talk about this topic. Well, congratulations for your being a finalist for the Minnesota Teacher of the Year. That's a really big deal. Um, and I just wondered, it, does it, did it inspire you to stay on? Did it inspire you to do even more to try to make sure that these children can get um, not just better, but even caught up? They've lost so much time, so much knowledge. Um, I learned years ago that one summer can change everything your children have read, all of the math they've learned, all of it. Um, and I wonder if people really still understand that. Um, and I'm concerned, and I know you're concerned as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great experience being able to meet so many um, wonderful educators around the state of Minnesota and just hearing all of the stories of the work that's happening you know, across our schools. Definitely, like you said, was an inspiration. People are you know, getting out, doing a lot of hard work, being creative. And so, yeah, it was definitely an inspiring year and inspiring experience. So many children have lost so much, as I said earlier. So I wonder how can parents help their children begin to transition to their school year schedules? I don't think it's going to be easy. Tell me what you think. Yeah, so when I start to think about getting back to school, helping our students get back to school, I really think of three different categories that caregivers can be thinking about. Um, So those would be really preparing your child socially, emotionally, preparing your child physically, and then helping them to jump back into academics. Um, So I have a bunch of different kind of tips and tricks that I can go through for those three areas. Um, But just kind of putting it out there that, of course, caregivers, you know your child the best. So, you know, focus on one area, focus on them all. um, But just, you know, these are some options for you. Um, So when I think about social-emotional preparation, one of the things that I think is a good starting point for everyone is just to ask your child how they're feeling. If there is any anxiety or stress coming up, you know, brainstorm together. What are some of the things that you're most worried about? And then empower your child to really think proactively. What can I do if that worst-case scenario happens? You know, how am I going to react? And that can be really powerful to kind of think through that together. Another thing that I think about is, 
across the state of Minnesota, we know that our students, especially in primary, are learning a lot of regulation strategies like breathing techniques, um, cross-body tapping, things like that. And so, you know, maybe students haven't been practicing those skills as much throughout the summer. Um, it'd be a great time to just have a conversation with your child, say, hey, what tools do you have in your toolbox if things get hard or frustrating or you know, cause anxiety so that they can, you know, again, have a response um, to that frustration. Um, and then the last thing that I would say in terms of social emotional um, preparation would be um, providing sentence stems for your student before school starts. When we think about our kids that we know really well in our classroom, you know, as teachers, we're looking for, you know, what are certain kids triggers? What are their really individualized body cues that they're giving off, you know, before a big emotion occurs? But as a kid goes into a new classroom, uh, that teacher is familiar with those cues. And so they may not be able to kind of mitigate the stressful reactions quite as quickly. So as a caregiver, if you can really have your students start um, practicing things like, I'm feeling frustrated because blank. I Can I do blank and brainstorm? So maybe it's, can I take a one-minute break? Or maybe it's, can I get up and take a little walk? Or, you know, can I have a hug? but really um, empowering students to tell how they're feeling to their new teacher, why they're feeling that way, and then what can sometimes help. So those are kind of some basic um, strategies I might start thinking about in terms of social-emotional preparation. But I'll pause there and see, um, you know, what else you want to dive into. So the school that you're teaching at, um, are you seeing children from all types of walks of life, uh, from various uh, people of color, that sort of thing? Are you seeing a lot in that school? Yep. We're, um, we're a school right in Hopkins, Minnesota, and yes, we definitely have um, students from all walks of life, all experiences, um, and yes, it's a great learning environment. It, it amazes me how many children um, uh, in different articles and even books where they find nothing but pain, you know, maybe someone that they knew last year and they are both still at the school, but now they don't have the relationship that they had the last time. And it, some say it's because of the big gap in the summer. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we don't mm-hmm. keep them, if we don't make sure that the children stay on top of it, who should make sure that they stay on top of their work, even during the summer? Um, so I understand your question. It's kind of, um, you know, losing out on those relationships. Um, so a lot of times kids will have really strong attachments to a specific adult, maybe a specific, you know, assistant or teacher. And then, you know, losing that over the summer can be challenging coming back in. So, I mean, like you said, it was a really inspiring year this year getting to hear stories of educators. And I think that educators across Minnesota are really good about going back and checking in with students, even if they aren't currently in their class. And so really getting them back engaged into the school system and really being sure to transition students um, thoughtfully up into the next teacher, up into the next grade. And so they still maintain those bonds, even as they're creating additional bonds, you know, with new staff, but also with new kids. Um, So it can be an exciting time of year. It can also be a stressful time of year for sure, you know, for, for caregivers and for students. But we're excited to build those new bonds as teachers. There's so much that they learn, a different education on the buses. I I have experienced that when I I have two children, in fact, and they are now grown adults and um, doing very well. But I made sure that they only took the bus. Now, this was me because I'm that type of mom. I said, Mm -hmm. no, you could not take the bus except one semester. I will give you one semester and let's see how it goes. And the things they brought home that were being taught, literally shared with other students on the bus was shocking. I'm just curious to know as a teacher today, 
um, children are on the bus all over the place. Are you seeing a difference in the children that are on the buses versus those whose parents bring them or they have a ride or a share uh, a ride to come to the school? Um, I mean, I think it is fair to say that, you know, every family is different. Every need is different. So, you know, kids come to school walking, riding on bikes, riding the bus, coming in cars, carpools, and the same going home. But um, we really do our best to, you know, provide the best education we possibly can, no matter, you know, how kids are getting there or from school. And then we're definitely sure to partner with parents, you know, if there are challenges and any mode of transportation just to be there as a support, you know, as kids are coming on the bus or getting off the bus or, you know, whatever mode of communication or mode of transportation they're using. Tell me, um, and this is the last question, tell me what is it that you love about being a teacher? Oh, there's so many things. It's hard to fill it just down into one. Um, I would say the best thing about being a teacher is empowering kids to tell their own stories um, in their own way, in their own voice. And I think that's one of the reasons that I love being a language teacher so much. You know, being in Spanish immersion is kids are learning to express themselves in more than just one language and to tell their stories in more than just one language and really share who they are authentically. And I think seeing kids grow into that um, is just so exciting. And yeah, it's just a really powerful experience. It is a, a powerful experience. And of course, they say those th- children who are in those um, like Spanish and French and um, so much more Chinese, those schools, they're learning so much faster than those who do not go to those type of schools. And if that is the truth, then maybe there's a different way we need to look at it. What do you think? Mm, I mean, I do really fight for access to language for you know all students. I think that learning another language can be a great benefit. There are also other great programming, you know, we have through Minnesota, you know, with art schools or STEM schools, there's, you know, so many different areas um, in education that are super strong. For me personally, it's the passion of languages combined with content areas, but I think there's so many ways to challenge kids and move them towards what their dreams and goals can be um, and what their caregivers' goals and dreams um, with them are as well, so... I apologize. I said that was my last question. This will be my last question. I promise. Thank you so much, Allison. So here's the thing. I'm concerned about students with books. I'm always, every time I perform or I am um, um, presenting in front of children at any of the schools, I always Mm -hmm. ask to go into their library. I want to see the books that are in the library. And Mm -hmm. I'm just curious to know at your school, the the Spanish immersion, I'm curious to know what that is like Um, when you look at the books that are already in the school or maybe new teachers are coming in do you all get together or is there a group of you that says okay we need new books we need different books I'm so glad you asked that books are definitely one of my passions I think it is critical to highlight you know every aspect of you know a child's identity so neurodiversity ability language um, you know orientation everything and so I think our books have to really reflect um, all of our students and their family situations Um, And I know that's a project that we're always working on at my school as well. Um, We've had some outside partnerships that have like done fundraisers for us and given us money to then get together and continue to expand our Spanish library, expand our English library. We have some books in Somali, um, Arabic, Mandarin. So it's a project that's ongoing. Uh, There's always great new children's literature coming out, but we really work hard to do our best to, you know, represent all of our students um, and find books that they're going to cherish for the rest of their lives. So 
Yes, I love that question. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that you too are on board for this because some schools are really lacking when it comes to reading for the children. Really lacking. Some of the books are just torn up. And I know my daughter, she, wow, you know, reading is a big deal for her with her children and her. My oldest granddaughter reads, you know, incredibly well. And I just say to myself, stay on top of it, Geraldine, because my daughter stays on top <laughs> of it all the time. So there you go, her and yeah. her husband. So thank you, Allison, for joining joining us tonight. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for sharing um, what, how important it is for uh, social emotion, uh, emotional, because that is truly important. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great year. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 